Zapier as a tool can expand a lot. I know they support like more than 5,000 applications or something like that. But as product managers, that's something that's not really, really useful until you actually integrate with your work. Mid-journey compared to Bing image generator is way, way advanced, right? Like the, the attention to detail and, you know, the clarity and all of that. With ChatGPT, you can upload only one document versus Claudia, you can upload multiple documents, which will really help to... uh navigate all that and summarize quickly I, i see that a lot of people are using ai to also have headshots right where they uh, upload a generic picture uh, where they don't need a professional photographer right they upload a picture and then have a background and upload it and make it look more professional hi everyone welcome back to our podcast everything product we talk about latest technologies and various product management concepts this is funny oyuru i'm a product manager at a startup this is srinath i'm a product manager at jp morgan Uh, this is Saladi I'm a product manager working for Best Buy Wonderful So folks we have done multiple podcasts right now focusing on artificial intelligence what are the different tools that are there we have also done some demos for code interpreter etc So what we want to do today is continue on the journey and talk about how AI tools can help us as product managers and improve our productivity I have also recently written an article uh, talking about how AI tools can supercharge our product management journey and I have uh, split into different sections what I'm planning to do today is take each of those sections and brainstorm on what else we can do within that so sidhu maybe let me start with you you're an avid content creator you have a newsletter that you send every week you're very active on linkedin in terms of creating content responding to other folks etc so Can you give us some thoughts on how you utilize AI to improve your productivity? Yeah, so AI has been the center of my journey, uh, you know, all of these days. So previously it was just ChatGPT, uh, but now I think as we see more and more uh, tools specific to certain use cases, I've been, you know, adopting some of those use cases. But may- maybe let me start with uh what what i do for our podcast right like <laughs> so uh you know podcast like whenever we do a podcast um, uh, uh recording and then we have a final edit right we need to write a description for that and we need a title for that and we need maybe chapters and titles for it so i've recently used cloud for that so you know chat gpt doesn't allow you to upload a transcript and ask it if you ask it to pick it says it's too long but when you use cloud right you can actually upload the whole transcript and ask it to give a description and also the different chapters which highlight at least specific interests of product managers and anybody who's wanting to break into product management so I, it's been working really good for me and it gets gets it wrong sometimes so you have to definitely uh, have the second uh, set of eyes to you know see if it's right or wrong and all of that but i think it's uh, seamlessly help me create that descriptions and also even cre- generate tags right so previously seo tags were like more we had to figure out like what we had to add and all of that now we can ask it to give us tags based on the popularity and all of that so it's become a very very seamless process so imagine uh, it used to take like 2 hours to do th- do this before now it takes like 5 to 10 minutes to do it so that's how productive ai is making me so that's just one example but uh, i've used code interpreter for some data analysis right so it gives you graphs and all for my newsletter where i was asking it for growth opportunities and all where it was correctly pointing me towards at least 
couple of strategies it might not be perfect right but at least it's a starting point for me because if i would have thought for different strategies maybe i would have got two three or four but it gives me like five to ten which i can pick from right and um, even for thumbnails uh, canva has been uh, really good where you give it prompts and it'll actually give you ideas on what the thumbnail may, uh, might look like so that's one and uh, i would say uh, with news articles right uh, <clears throat> it's always you know you know uh, good to uh, vi- make it more visual and easy to re- read for people previously i used to use just text but now i started using emojis where you can actually ask chat gpt to introduce emojis into your article right so it it makes it really appealing but if you have to do that you have to basically go to each heading and see what the appropriate emoji is then go search it's very very difficult to do that so i think that's another place i uh, started using it Uh, so this is all on the content side uh, and uh, at work or emails and all so i've been uh, using google integrations gmail integrations which when you give it a prompt it actually generates an email for you uh, and previously it used to take some time to you know get the context word it around and then improve it but now it's more like giving you a first draft and you're tweaking it and maybe you're done in 2 minutes so that's another one so these are you know set of uh, tools but there are a lot of tools uh, which we can use so specifically one other thing which i started experimenting nowadays was max.ai so you know whatever use case you have for chat gpt you have to copy the text into chat gpt and then start you know getting answers from it but this max.ai is like a chrome plugin where you can use it chat gpt at in the zone where you are maybe if you are writing content somewhere you can uh, use it there if you are writing maybe something on a specific website you can use it there so it almost is like a grammarly plugin but with chat gpt nice awesome so so uh, i know you have been like very generous when you're telling that you used to spend like couple of hours in creating descriptions the uh, time stamps and everything right i i i've done that in the past and it takes way more time than that because yeah, you have perfect. to go through the entire video get all the time stamps and uh, do that it takes way more than that so it's awesome that you are able to like save like hours and hours of time in that I never used to thoroughly or you know religiously do it like you were doing it right because when you are editing it it was part of like what makes sense and what the flow is and all of that but now at least if you are able to get to that 80% efficiency within AI it's saving us a lot of time right one thing which I am very excited about especially AI you learn uh, every day something new I mean something which I just learned in this video is the max.ai which Sidhu just mentioned which I have not used um i'm like i'll probably experiment with that thanks sidhar yeah yeah La- i think he mentioned it in one of our recordings last week and i started using that it is very interesting um it's uh, it sometimes comes on the ui and then like disturbs you but it's very interesting it, it can generate the content right then and there cool uh, so let's jump to you shrinath so how are you utilizing the ai tools to improve your productivity Yeah first and foremost uh, AI has been making me way productive than before honestly um and I've been using uh, different tools uh, uh, such as uh, I mean obviously the chat gpt and I've been uh, lately experimenting with a lot of the plugins like AI pdf and uh, uh, the code interpreter uh, such as those as well as uh, the url plugin which have been really helpful especially uh, the AI pdf has been really helping me if I want to understand um just like uh, the available documents in the web if i want like any new ideas or trying to understand any 
market analysis in that country customer general customer preferences and all that stuff it's been really helping me to summarize quickly rather than going navigating through like hundreds of pages of documents um that's been really helpful for me i know that it has a limitation and there's another tool which also talk about is a cloud ai uh but before going to that uh so i've been using uh chat gpt plugins a lot um to experiment all this and one of the stuff which i also used uh, the url uh the link reader which has been really helpful because sometimes you don't have time to read uh the big newsletters so it really helps you to summarize and give you the main points and these have been really helpful especially if i want to uh get some new ideas uh, for writing my articles and all that stuff um, that's been really helpful for me and the other one which i've also used was cloud ai i think that offers little more uh, benefit than chat gpt especially with uploading documents with chat gpt you can upload only one document versus cloud ai you can upload multiple documents uh, which will really help to uh, navigate all that and summarize quickly and um, i think um, from the content wise i also felt uh, cloud ai um, was little better in more by being more concise and crisp uh, so that's been very helpful and the third thing which i've also been using actively is bard so bard and the especially the google uh, workspace integrations uh, which has been really helpful when i'm writing something a lot of times when i start writing i start writing in a google doc uh so it's been really helpful to make sure i'm in the going the right direction it it helps me uh, to keep uh, me on that same page when i'm trying to uh, write an article so overall it's been very helpful for me in uh, making me more productive nice so yeah. it's it's a funny thing right so when i when i hear your story so sidhu is utilizing ai to get like let's say emojis or get some uh, thoughts about like what can he write in the newsletter and then uh, even for our videos and stuff getting the descriptions etc and then the funny part was even on the consuming side so when you're trying to consume the newsletter you're using the ai again to u- utilize that uh, link reader or something like that to read it to yourself so that you don't have to read it so it's so funny that the entire uh, journey of a customer is utilizing ai at one place or the other exactly I think it Let's... gives us more options right like for sure so i think that's where we have to make make more use of it i'm sure there are ton more plugins ton more stuff tools no. and out there uh, probably it's an ocean of information which we can continue to learn and explore and we have to do like a Actually, regular ai update series <laughs> <laughs> one more thing i want to add here right is like as content creators right now i think we can tag give the title to us i've been doing this for the last year or so as content creators we spend a lot of time figuring out what to share to the customers even after we create the video right on a weekly basis nowadays i've been sharing our content in different social platforms so when i want to do that i want to give a different context so for example when i'm sharing with mba students the context is different when you're sharing with professionals who are product managers the context is different so i've been utilizing those prompts to generate the right uh, text right concise text so that i can share it to different platforms so even that way ai has been really useful yeah i'll give a small example funny so i normally do uh, questions or poll in my newsletter so previously i used to basically come up with some questions and answers and all of that and make it more interactive right but the whole goal was that 
i want to make uh, make it enjoyable and interactive and also i want to make it that people will learn from other product managers what other product managers are doing and all of that so now like if i ask an ai of like what i want it what my audience is it will give me like 10 different options which i can pick one from so essentially i'll know what is the best right so it's actually also making me more innovative than i was before right so that's that's an example of what you are saying right like how do you tweak it to the audience which cater you are catering towards i wanted to write an article so i've seen similar things online but the way i wanted to phrase it was um the ai tools are like an intern that you never had so the thought process mm-hmm. that i had was that person can give you a lot of content um give you a lot of content give you give you a lot of data anything but at the end of the day that person is not at a uh, not at a state where they can make the decisions on their own so that's where our human intelligence comes into picture in finally concluding that yeah cool awesome guys so let's deep dive a little bit more into the product management space here right all of us are product managers day in day out we do a lot of things within product management so uh let's go a little bit deeper on how we are utilizing ai tools to help ourselves in that direction so shrinath maybe let me start with you how are you utilizing ai there yeah so in terms of uh, the product management i uh, have been using primarily just to for idea generation or any marketplace uh, deep dive to understand the general customer uh, preferences or consumer preferences um, as well as uh, some of the i mean uh, consumer behaviors uh, how they generally use that products and last but not least we all, i also use for like to understand the competitive landscape because obviously when you are building something there are so many competitors out there so it's hard to grab uh, some of the information you can but it probably takes several hours uh, versus chat gpt generally gives me a high level uh, summary of the what are the key features that this company offers and that we are missing um, and what we can do better and all that stuff Uh, so i've been using uh, more around the idea generation so to make sure okay i'm in the right direction and we are on uh, right path to acquire more uh, more and more customers nice yeah i totally agree idea generation is one big thing because day in day out we want to get a lot of ideas and then finally conclude on one so that way chat gpt or like any ai tools could be like extremely helpful to give that broad view of ideas sidhu uh, what yep. are you using a uh, me so i i'm i'm trying to be cautious that i don't use any of uh, expose any of our company information right so not using it as much as uh, you know i could i have used at work but i know i like at least the primarily uh, uh, use case which where i don't maybe expose some of the uh, company uh, information would be market research right so if i'm you know trying to build a new product or new uh, explore a new problem space getting uh you know generic answers like, like what articles could i refer you know how could how is the competition are there any outlets out there which i can get in, inspiration from and all of that has been really really helpful and uh, you know i'm actually looking forward to see if every company have would have their own chat gpt kind of uh, tool right uh, which could help them use use it for a lot of stuff right i see data analysis could be something which we can use it for we can use it for generating prds you know uh, summarizing user feedback that's the i think that's a space where i want uh, these tools to help or at least me be uh, being able to use it in the, at the company level without uh, worrying about the data being exposed somewhere or not right so i think these are like really really good use cases 
Yeah, I just want to double click, especially on what just Siddhu said. For all the viewers out there, I mean, do not uh, share or copy your content in ChatGPT, uh, which is outside your uh, workspace. I mean, you're sharing all the confidential information. Yeah. In our company, everything is blocked, ChatGPT, but everything is blocked, nothing works. I generally use so for simple idea generation rather than going into very detailed stuff, uh, which can expose uh, confidential information. So everyone out there, please uh, be a aware of that one one big use case which was helpful for me also is translation and localization so we launch products uh, i mean worldwide when you try to understand some of the feedback and all that stuff again you don't put that but if you just want to understand a simple word what that means i know google translate is there as well um but uh, chat gpt has been very helpful to help translate that Oh, translations. I mean, that, I, I remember a story she would talk about translations when I was working for Bosch 10 years back, right? So the company was paying a group of people to translate the text in English to all different languages. And yes. I think it exists Same. in 80 different languages. And when you look at the cost of it, right, it's millions of dollars. And now you can actually do it at the tap of your button, right? Like uh, using ChatGPT. So look at the level of innovation. Exactly. I mean, I remember in uh, one of our product launches where we did in Germany and when we sent our customer satisfaction survey, we had like thousands of uh, responses, but everything was in German. And I don't know German. So it was so tough to navigate to understand what exactly people are saying. I mean, I wish we had something like this. That, that now, now you can actually input all the data and ask it to summarize like the top pain points in English. <laughs> right that's true exactly no there are few things that i have been trying to do actually so when you think about writing prds right that's the that's one of the biggest things that we do um i try to give that context to chat gpt to say hey give me more description i'll tell that to say hey these are the pain points that i know of give me the description so that i can word it better in the document and then one more important thing that i started doing recently Maybe I can give a quick demo of that as well is uh, flowcharts. So day in, day out, uh, we try to explain to people that, hey, uh, when we go from one thing to another, this is how the overall flow looks like, right? I've been using this plugin. Let me give a quick demo of that. So there are multiple tools you can use, honestly. And uh, there is this show me diagrams, which I have been using. And obviously, Whimsical. Uh, yeah, Whimsical. So both of these have been like really good in terms of trying out how to create the flowcharts and stuff. So let me give a simple example, right? Create a flowchart explaining the Amazon return process. So it can use either of those plugins or if you are liking one thing or the other or if you have an account with one thing or the other, you can definitely uh, tell it to utilize that instead of the other one. So if you so, can see here, it's utilizing whimsical, whimsical diagrams. Oh, whimsical. You can use whimsical and uh, flow together. Yeah, you can actually yeah. specify it. If you want, uh, you can just ask it to use one thing or the other. Oh, and okay. then the funny thing is, uh, it generated a, a simple diagram, right? It'll give a link for you to go to that. And mm -hmm. then you can go to that link and uh, change however you like. Or you can give comments to it as well to say, hey, um, instead of giving a single flow, make it a swim lane diagram, etc. 
it will modify everything and give it to you accurately you can even ask it to like change the colors it's giving purple here right let's say you want blue you want yellow etc you can ask it to modify however you like man it saves a lot of time for presentations <laughs> when you have to yep. come up with user flows right yeah it's, it's yeah and also another uh, probably very helpful during our remote work right like especially as product managers i mean i know it's always helpful to go and meet do lot of this on board in person i think something like this can also be very helpful yep yeah. actually one more demo that i wanted to show was sapier i've always been a big fan of sapier uh but zapier as a tool can expand a lot i know they support like more than 5000 applications or something like that but as product managers that's something that's not really really useful until you actually integrate with your work but uh, for someone who has integrations like that definitely try it out let me give a quick demo of that also right yeah and so, for anybody who's like watching is... this right i think uh, funny has mentioned all of these use cases in the article so go there to better understand what what these use cases are yeah that was very insightful thank you and uh, let me give a quick example so zapier as a product you need to create something called zaps zaps are basically like uh, automations that you can create to say if this happened then go do this so let me do this right so i'll just say create a zap um to send an email to um send an email let me just send an email when i type send an email in chat gpt so when i do this it will basically i mean i already connected my zapier account here so what it will do it will utilize zapier and it will create a zap automatically and then you can modify the zap however you like once it creates it so oh, as you can see here actually, it created I, a preview I, I, oh I, i didn't know that actually so you can just click on this it will take you to zapier and then you can modify the zap however you like and next time when you just type send an email it will utilize that integration for example you have created certain things to send an email right and it'll just you can just say send an email to this person uh, and then it'll automatically uh, send that email i mean i think it'll create a draft in your email and then you can go there and send it yeah i was thinking actually it it is more like um, you adding chat gpt prompt into the zaps and it automatically generates content for you but this is like it's creating workflows for you right yeah oh so and within the workflow does it also give any condensations funny what, what do you mean by condensations so uh, when it automates it's basically okay no my bad there, there are conditions i guess oh conditions like for instance you can add conditions oh okay if you're sending an email to srinath please make sure you're you're including this specific words and that stuff can we also go that level just curious we can try it out i have never tried it tried it that detailed but there are several other things we can do it do like this Card. Yeah, actually, I remember one thing. Like while we were doing marketing for our uh, podcast, right? I was trying to figure out if we can maybe have a trigger of like whenever there's a video live and then post it into certain channels and Facebook and LinkedIn. I was trying to build that in like manually uh, uh, workflow in in Zapier itself. But if we can make ChatGPT build that for us, maybe you know. whenever the podcast is live it'll actually post in all the channels which we regularly post and it'll save us a lot of time yep. i don't know if that's possible oh. now but 
I've seen one more thing recently. I haven't personally tried it, but uh, there is a video that I uh, that I came across in YouTube where someone was talking about creating a web scrape, um, utilizing uh, some tool mm-hmm. that can automatically utilize Chat GPT and take that content, scrape into whatever website you like. So, for example, you want to post it into some Facebook group, which oh, obviously okay. you can't directly do because you don't own that Facebook group. But utilizing these scraping tools, you can automate all of that. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, we should definitely play around with that. Yep. Actually, one last demo that I want to show here, right, is MidJourney. I've been a big fan of that for quite some time. And even for the articles that I've been publishing recently, uh, in order to generate the title image, I've been primarily using MidJourney. I know it's a it's subscription-based, so you'll have to pay for it on a monthly basis but still i love that um let me share my entire screen and show that i, I so, paid like for one month and another then <laughs> another weird weird thing about my journey is you'll have to use discord to do that so recently i wrote an article about uh, system of intelligence and how um people can utilize system of intelligence and pattern integrations in order for me to do that i wanted to get some uh, ideas about uh, how I can have the title image. So I played around with it to see, okay, I want someone who's trying to visualize a lot of integrations, visualizing a system, etc. It can generate crazy amount of images like that. It can tweak however you like. This is the final image that I went with in my article. But uh, you can generate a bunch of images like this with whatever the thoughts you, that you have. Do you want to and try are, one and see, Shani? Yeah. Give me, give me a, give me a thought. Let's Art, imagine. A product manager, um, astronaut, building products in moon. Oh, I can try that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also like very basic. I, uh, I know I, I, I don't know the uh, complex prompts which we use here so i just do like i think it's imagine right i think there are also a lot more where you can maybe use existing pictures to modify it and all of that uh, and the funny part is uh, i mean there are some images that it takes from from some actual humans i don't know who these okay. people actually are but it tries to imagine someone who it knows is a product manager and puts a astronaut hat into that uh, yeah. yep and let's see uh, the other command that we gave. A product manager so, is an astronaut building products on the moon. Yeah. So the U and the V, the U is a version of the version, right? And do, what is the difference between U and V? Oh, yeah. So U is basically, uh, so think of these as four images, right? One, two, three, four. U is basically, it'll continue to optimize that specific uh, version. And then V is basically, it gives variations. Let's try it out, right? So, for example, this is the image it generated uh, when we said a product manager building products on the moon. So, let's say I like this second one and let's say I want to give it as U2. Okay. I'll also do a V2 just to see how it differentiates, right? So, U2 basically what it did is it just enhanced that image, made that clarity better so that you can just download this and use it anywhere. But when we called it as a V2, it is now rethinking how it can further optimize the second image and give different variations of it. Okay. Oh. 
Yeah, I haven't played with this. I mean, today I learned something new again. <laughs> I'll try to play it. No, I love this thing. So I'm just curious. Uh, again, maybe benef- it's benefit. Probably it's beneficial for our users as well. Can we use this information without any citation and all that stuff? Like I know if you download, yeah. if you need to download from Shutterstock and that kind of stuff, you need to pay. You need to and all. Yep, you can use this because you're already paying for the subscription for this, right? You can yeah, use okay. this. I usually stated a source as Midjourney, but Got I it. don't think there is any uh, need to do that. But I, I yeah, guess if you can see here, right? Yeah, it, it created multiple content, variations. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it created oh. multiple variations of it with similar things. It has a moon. It continued to keep that. Uh, the astronaut is sitting somewhere and then building the products. It continued to keep that. But it added some variations about the tools he is building and stuff, etc. Some changes in the background variations and stuff. This may be a dumb question. Can we use Midjourney for creating any flows or any of that mm-hmm. diagrams, that kind of stuff? I've tried it a few times. It's not that great. Um, it could take you a few attempts to get to that. But if you're trying uh-huh. to imagine something completely uh, out of the world, or if you're trying to imagine something very specific, Midjourney is exceptional. And I don't know uh, if you guys tried or not. If you haven't, definitely try Adobe Firefly. I love that thing. I, I think it's better than Midjourney in terms of understanding what you asked right. for. But there are some limitations to it. They're still in beta version, so you can't u- use those images in order for you to do anything else. It's just for trial purposes. Oh, I have to awesome. try it out. For, at least for mid-journey, I feel that it's way, way, compared to being image generated, is way, way advanced, right? Like the attention to detail and, you know, the clarity and all of that. But I still, did, I, if I want to create something for my newsletter which has a title in it, it doesn't get it right. So I, I asked it many times to, give the title but it i think spits out some gibberish in the yeah. pictures right it's text not good is, with text. text is still not good with midjourney if you ask for some text it's gonna come in a whole different language that's the thing sidhu i don't know if you remember right yesterday when we were talking about llms so llms as a language learning model it is understanding certain things and then spitting out the exact similar format so if you're giving text it's giving text. If you're giving images, it's giving images. But if you're trying to combine these two, then it's not doing a good job. I think that's where the whole discussion of AI versus the human brain comes in, right? Human brain can, you know, move across all of these modalities and think through and give an output. But AIs are very use case specific. So that's why we have a text LLM, an image generator, and, you know, so on and so forth. I want to add one more thing. Have you guys tried uh, generating images through code interpreter? Extremely bad. Extremely oh, bad. Does it do images? I've, I've only tried graphs, but no images. images. Oh, it can create images. <laughs> so, you know, we are actually discovering new abilities. And <laughs> I want to add one more thing there, right? So, when I think about ChatGPT code interpreter, that LLM is really good in terms of text. Midjourney is specifically good in terms of images. So, now go to code interpreter and then ask for an image. And then tell that, hey, I want these specific text in that. It will create an image which will be extremely bad, but it will have the appropriate text correctly in that. If you go to Midjourney, it will give the image really well, but the text is extremely bad in that. Yeah. I've also used recently Chat GPT for images. Oh, it's so bad, honestly. I mean, I couldn't get anything. And I was trying to get some 
stuff i mean it was giving me a different language as well not even in my language so yeah. it was so bad no even bard actually does some format of uh, for, sort of this where it it's accepting text and also images but the output is just text so you can give it images to read information from it it's good for that but it doesn't do the other part so i think like when we talk about the next big step in ai it's include kind of going through voices uh, images and text and all of this together and giving us an output that will be like the next step right yep is that end to end flow like it can do everything uh, rather than us doing the chunks and chunks of stuff so we are awesome. now uh, now calling the intern ai to a <laughs> employee ai <laughs> <laughs> yeah hopefully sometime okay yeah cool let's talk about one more thing right um, personal branding what i totally believe is ai tools can exceptionally improve our personal branding at different tools uh, wanted to get your thoughts on how you guys are u- using that sidhu maybe let me start with you uh personal branding specifically right i think uh, uh, we have talked a lot about how linkedin helps us get jobs and all of that stuff right so i think we have to make sure that uh, you know that that's our landing page where we talk about what we do or our accomplishments are you know how can we add value to that specific role which we are targeting and all of that so i think maybe formatting your linkedin profile where you have a biography right at least you talk about the main key points of your journey and all of that using some of these tools would help you stand out and you know uh, smoothen out the whole process i'd say and i i see that a lot of people are using ai to also have headshots right where they uh, upload a generic picture uh, where they don't need a professional photographer right they upload a picture and then have a background and upload it and make it look more professional so tweaking the text and all of the experiences and all of that and also the headshot would help us sinan how are you using it so yeah primarily uh, for especially linkedin i mean i know linkedin has launched a beta feature when you're drafting responses you can let it uh, write for you as well and what it will do is it will do it in a draft versus directly going and publishing which i felt was very helpful and um some of the other stuff which was helpful for me is optimizing my social media presence when i'm trying to post my articles and all that stuff what's the best time to i uh, mean the post so i can get more engagement when last but not least uh, like it was also helpful for me to get um, recommendations um, so content recommendations or people probably who i can follow and that kind of stuff so overall these three stuff it's been very helpful i mean obviously drafting the a good linkedin profile is very important and especially for all the job seekers out there use ai uh, efficiently to make sure you especially you need uh, the eyes of a recruiters or hiring managers right so it's been very helpful to craft draft accordingly that's true yeah branding has been really important right nowadays the personal branding to show as a person how you are doing across all of these platforms linkedin instagram threads nowadays twitter etc it will make it easy for us actually all of these ai tools are making it easy for us to have that presence otherwise you have kids you have family around you need to go out etc it's tough to keep that consistency but these ai tools make it like exceptionally better and like you said linkedin for sure like as professionals we need to have a very good professional profile and linkedin is the way to go in order to create your title images or your profile or giving some descriptions giving your taglines etc all of this 
AI has been exceptionally helpful in creating a very good brand there. Yep. Awesome, guys. Um, let's do this. Um, if there is two things that you want our viewers to take from this entire podcast, what would that be? Srinath, maybe let me start with you. So AI is pretty good, but one thing we want everyone to keep in mind is use it responsibly. Uh, do not uh, upload confidential information or do not use for the company or stuff, but use it for more around idea generation and brainstorming. So that is one thing uh, that everyone needs to keep in mind. And second, try to explore around the plugins, right? So every day there are so, so many plugins that are coming in, especially within chat GPT. I think there are more than now, um, uh, I guess it's like close to 200, but I can't recall the exact number. Uh, but there are so many different types of plugins that people can explore. And one thing which, I mean, uh, funny, I want to thank you is I learned a lot, especially when you shared your article and uh, some of the stuff. So for all the viewers out there, please go and check that article. It's pretty helpful. Awesome. Sidhu, what do you think? Uh, first of all, I'd say everybody to subscribe to this channel to get more uh, AI updates <laughs> so that they can start using AI in their daily life. So that's one takeaway. <laughs> the yes. second is... Uh, I'd say anybody, right, who at least I feel that it will be really, really helpful. Take a day out from your week and think about all the things which you do and think what AI tools can you do to enhance it or automate it. So that will at least help you get to a spot where you identified some things which you can automate by AI and you stand maybe from the next week onwards, you start practicing some of these. So I think having... AI is like out there right now and you have it's a one-way street you have to adopt it right you cannot shy away from it so why not use it for the benefit of uh, you being more productive try try that and see you'll definitely uh, you know save a lot of time I'd say yep my two takeaways would be um, the first one like Siddhar said right think of everything that you do and if you're spending more than half an hour on an or an hour doing anything online don't do that your first step should be going to some AI tool to see if that can do it. That spending that half an hour would save you like hours and hours down the line. So definitely do that. And the second one I would say is pay for these tools. So there are several tools where people are giving you a kind of a subscription model so that you can generate a certain thing. Usually we have a hesitation to say, hey, I don't want to pay for it because it's another subscription that I'm paying. but Pay for it and try it out. It could save you like hours and hours of time and it could change your entire personal brand when you're trying to give outputs which have such strong quality. So I would totally encourage people trying out different tools and paying for those. It will also increase the corresponding companies and teams to build more tools like that. Yeah. Awesome, boys. <laughs> Wonderful conversation. Thanks again for your time and for everyone who's watching. Don't forget to subscribe to Everything Product. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.